Back for another episode of Ready, Ready Set, Set go. go. You know my co-host right here, Mr. Rodney Green. Here we go, boy. Who we got with us today, man? Man, we got our I guess we got boxer, professional boxer, Gio LaRocca Lopez. What's up? What's up? What's up? And we have his father also with us, John, joining us on our show today. La thank you, thank you. <laughs> in the Let's building. Go. Let's go. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's go. You gotta say it right, man. You gotta yeah, say yeah. it right. La Roca. La Roca. That's how you La Roca. I bet the, the, lady, the, baby, the ladies love that. You know, when you roll your heart. Yeah. They like that. They, it's easy for them. They born with that. Yeah. Yeah, you know it. You know it, man. But yeah, man, we um we switching it up a little bit today, man. We got boxing on our show, man. We uh we want to talk to Gio and his dad a little bit about their journey on their path and uh of them being um professional boxers and how they came into it. So we're gonna jump right into it, man, and have some questions, man. So how'd you How'd you get started in the boxing? Well, my boxing, I, I come from a boxing family. My auntie, she did boxing. And I would watch my father coach them. And it's just a boxing, you know, family. And I just learned my boxing later than trained me. And we're here now. Okay. So, so it's safe to say your dad has been your trainer your whole life. Yes. Right? Yeah. So what does it feel like? I mean, you have no other to go off of, but what does it feel like having your father as your trainer? Does it ever shut off? Or is he always training you even when you guys are outside the ring in practice? Well, even outside the ring, it's just a blessing to have my father with me, you know, have my father and my mother. Um, <clears throat> not many, not many boxers have that, you know, they just either got a coach, a regular coach, random coach or something, but I got my father, you know, training me inside the gym and outside the gym as well. So, so you a, feel like you always prepared then? Yeah, always, always. always. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> so how, how did you start out? Did you, were you ever a professional boxer or anything or? No, I never, I never did professional boxer. I did some amateur in Puerto Rico. Everybody boxed in Puerto Rico. It's free. It's what <laughs> every Puerto Rican do in Puerto Rico. So I did it. I did it when I was young. Then I moved to the United States and my mom couldn't pay for it because when we moved to the state, it was a business. So I never followed my dream. So I uh, got my, married to this uh, to my wife, and she had two two sisters that like boxing. That did box. Yeah, wow, so, that's so crazy. I kept the tradition with them. You know, I always felt okay. like I was too old already. And um, so I just trained them, and I kept training them and training them. They made it to the, to the national status. So, so were they boxers before you met them? Nah, nah. So you turned them into boxers? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. How did you see that in them, though? Uh, I, I used to work in a barber shop, man, and um, I had um, the girls, the two girls fighting with the boys inside the barber shop, <laughs> whooping them. <laughs> so, what? Yes, That's sir. Crazy. They was whooping them. His auntie was whooping men's in the barber shop, like boys. And uh, when I see the potential, I was like, wow, y'all got to fight. Y'all got to do something. So I started training them at the house. Um, doing some simple stuff, you know, some mitts, some bad work, and uh, it kept going. Then he was born. He was born into it. So was it easy just to tell them for them to jump on the bandwagon with you and be like, hey, let's become boxers? Or they kind of like push back a little bit? No, actually, it was easy. They liked it. They yeah. liked that, that, that uh, physical contact. They loved that. Okay. So you grew up basically watching your aunties 
yeah. there fighting and boxing. Yeah, they're fighting in the tournaments and stuff and fights, and I just go and watch them and I will be cheering them on with my dad right there. Wow, that's yeah. okay. So that's I, I I continue with them, and um, some point, um, he was old enough to compete, so it kind of transferred everything to him. They went, you know, the girls went to college. They grew out of boxing, so he continued. What age was that when he started to compete? Um, him? Yeah, when he started to compete. Uh, at six, six or seven years old around there. But you could you could go to YouTube and find videos of him sparring at five or six years old. Really? Yeah, his first sparring is on YouTube. You could follow it and and, and check it out. It's Wait. it's amazing. So you watch your aunties fight, yeah. and then now how they come see you fight yet? Yeah, they come to see me fight. You know, I fought here in my hometown, actually in Orlando, and my whole family came to see me fight. Yeah, so. that's good. I can imagine the turnout on that. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> that's crazy. That's, that's good to have your family. Were you like, uh, were you like that kid? Like when they see their family members on the stage, like how your aunties was on that boxing ring, and you just couldn't wait till it was your turn. You was like, Daddy, I want to do it. I want to do it, Daddy. I want to do it. I want to do it. And then you got your shot. Was it like that? But. Once I started boxing, you know, my whole family go crazy about me, especially my grandma. You know, she's like my number one fan. So every time I go in the ring, you know, it's like a fighting family. So they all get crazy and they all like start rooting for me and cheering for me and screaming my name, Gio, Gio. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel like it gets exciting. Like I get excited and I get like, you know, it fuels me with energy. Okay. So all right. I like, I like, I like when my family cheers for me. Yeah. Yeah. How many, how many professional fights have you guys had and when did you turn pro? Well, yeah. I turned pro in November 2020, and right now I'm 12-0 and 0 with eight knockouts. So, How how old were you? I was 17, and were I you? started in Mexico. Were you still in school? Um, I think I just, I was 17. Nah, I was, yeah, I was still in school. I was still in school. But I think I was, I was homeschooled. I was in my senior year homeschooled. Oh, you was homeschooled? Yeah, I was oh, homeschooled. That, that, that's, that's different, because I just was going to ask, like, how was it knowing, like, if you was going to, like, a private or public school, Knowing that you couldn't really fight because, like, like your hands are registered, right? So you can't yeah. really like fight people, correct? Yeah. Like you could. Well, he always been a boxer, so he, he did, he did, he was a boxer while going to school. He just he you know discipline. Like he's never been, he's never been that type of um, person that likes to um, fight outside the ring. Mm. You know, that's a that's actually a blessing because. But if he had to, he will. Of course. Yeah, somebody, <laughs> I'm going to defend myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to defend myself. I told, him, I told, him, I told him when when he was, when he was uh, I don't know if he remember, but I told him when he was growing up, I told him um, one time, I listen, I'm going to tell you this one time. When you when you fight in school, right, make sure you fight when everybody see you. Like when you fight in the middle of the lunchroom, when everybody see you, so you don't got to go through this again. Yeah. You know, so exactly. everybody know you got hands exactly. and don't mess with you. And I guarantee you, you're going to fight one time in school. So no no yeah. bathroom fights. Be nah, like, no, nah, no bathroom. Nah, you I want, see I want right everybody here. to see nah. you. Like, in, 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 in lunch. Open. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you don't have to go through this again. Yeah. Yeah. And he followed He followed that. He, he actually did. I think he fought one time. Yeah, I only fought one time. One time in, in, I think it was middle school, and it was in the middle of the boys' locker room where every boy seen it. And then after that, everybody, it was always cool everybody, but after that, everybody was like, Dapping me up and you know what I'm saying want to be cool with me you know what I'm saying so so you put some combos together real quick it was like a three punch two punch and that's it Ooh. yeah and then you the fight was over Popeyes, so how many piece. how many how many knockouts you have <laughs> right now I got eight no we gonna count that one too so you got nine, nine. You got nine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I yeah. never I never really picked any fight with nobody in school you know I was 
cool with everybody in school. So you seem like when you are like just chilling, you seem like you have a real like calm demeanor. You chill, right? Yeah. Is there a different kind of fighter, a mindset you go, when you go into a ring? Like, do you feel like you transform into somebody else, or? Of course, of course. You have... Roca. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> Who yeah, is La Roca? Roca? That's what we need to know. Then. <laughs> <laughs> he La Roca. No, no, yeah. You, you got. I go into the mind. You gotta go have like split personalities when it comes to boxing. You know, you gotta have one outside the ring and then inside the ring. And all the same way. Once I go inside the ring, it's like a different kind of mindset. You know, I come for one thing and one thing only, and that's to whoop ass. That's it. Good. That's what I'm talking about. Good. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not, I was the same way. Yeah. I, was, I had Justin, and then you had Jay Gat. Yeah. And Jay Gat was that kind of guy. He when he went out there, I'm, I'm trying to kill all seven of y'all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because y'all trying to take food out of my mouth and, and money out of my pocket. So yeah, I got to be able to get it in. Yep. So, yeah. so how did you know that he was a fighter, like at a young age, or did you just train him to a point when he just was a blank slate and just trained him into it? Um. I think the discipline he had when he was, I mean, you don't see a regular three-year-old, four-year-old training with you for like two, three hours straight. Like he didn't, he didn't complain, he didn't whine, he didn't cry. Just a three-year-old, like four-year-old doing the bag. Or if we go running, he'll come with us, you know, and, and try to run. He didn't run as much as us, but he'll, he'll run. Like he'll never complain, never. And then I really knew when I took him to the gym. The first time and to spar another kid and he did his thing so i was like okay so you got this and basically he didn't cry he didn't complain he didn't nothing bother him so i was like all right let's keep let's keep pushing 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 it and next thing you know he just won you know pretty much everything he needed to win when he was in the amateur level mm. so just we kept going how many how many fights at the amateur level or what was y'all just strategic plan as the turn pro was uh both of you guys decision where he's like dad i think i'm ready to go pro or was well in boxing you know you you could you could um follow the the how do you call it the olympic um plan because um that you know the age you know you know um there's an age requirement basically and um i think you needed to be 18 for him to make it to the olympics so from the beginning, I was like, ah, that's not going to be, you know, because he was, I think, 16 or 17 around there when the Olympic was in. So he wasn't going to make it for that Olympic. So he yeah. he needed a weight. So he's like 22. And then at the same time, when, when he was his turn to go to the Olympic, COVID hit. Uh, oh, yeah, in 2021. So yeah. so it was like a... like 2020. A, yeah. 2020. Yeah. So oh, it was yeah. kind of like a crazy, you know, year. That's why he was a homeschool. Everybody was homeschooled that year. So... So it kind of worked out. I was like, all right, let's try this professional. Um, oh, know. so that's COVID kind of accelerated his, pro his plan yes. to turn yeah, to pro. Go, to go pro. And I think a lot of people did. A lot but, of people in boxing turned pro. What moves me to my next question, I know that there's a rule. You know, 2024 is right around the corner. It's Paris Olympics. I know if you haven't had 16 professional fights, you can still qualify for the Olympics. Is that a thing? Yes. Like, if if you... If you uh, try to to qualify, yes. So you just you, it is a real rule, like sixteen fights yeah. or less. So are you gonna try like for the Olympics, or are you like just gonna stay on your professional path? Well, I would really like to stay on my professional path. Okay. Um, I'm already ranked in the professional, and I got a youth for a title. So at only 18 years old, I, I won a youth for a title. So I feel that you know staying in my lane in the professional lane is where I want to go. Okay. Keep okay. building on there. Okay. What does it, it feel like growing up in a family? Cause I know your brother, your younger brother, right? How's yeah. your brother? 
He's 11. Give him a shout out, man. Shout where out you to at? Johan, right there, right there. That's your Johan. camera right here. Shout out to Johan, my little brother. He's, <laughs> he's, he's the next King Johan. King Johan. He's King the, Johan. <laughs> when I become world champion and I dominate boxing, he's going to be right after me. Yeah, Keep right after. The, I like that. Let me in. Me first, <laughs> then I'm going to help you later, homeboy. <laughs> so, what, watching your brother, like, following your footsteps, what does, that, what does that make you feel like him? What kind of character does King Johan have? Like, is it similar to yours? Is he, is he a little more fiery because he's younger? He's, he's more, like, he got more, like, you can see the fire in him. Like him, you can see his like emotion he puts into it. And it's just, it's just happy. I, I figure I, I get happy when I see him grow every day and, and he gets bigger and taller. He's almost like my height and he's only like 11. Wow. Yeah, so he's he gonna, almost going to spar with him. Yeah? <laughs> almost. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> First, he got to spar with his sister. Oh, we got to oh, make him way through the ranks. Hold up, the sister too? Yeah. Yeah. His oh, sister man. fight too. The yeah. whole family. This yeah. is a yeah. boxing family. Come I'm on, telling man. you. Listen, listen. You got to give a shout out to sister because yeah, she can't course. come back and beat me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, shout out to my sister too, man. I love, I love my brother. Say brothers. your name. Yeah. Say your name. Shout out to Jolie. Shout out to Jolie, <laughs> my sister. I love, I love my brothers and sisters, man. You know, they're doing so good and, you know, it's inspiring. It inspires me to see my little brother and my little sister work hard as well, so. Yeah. Yeah. Do they ever critique you when they watch you fight and they, after the fight they be like, man, you should have did this instead of that? Nah, because they look at me as like, you know, they look the at dude, me as like, him. yeah, That's like him. So they always happy for me. They're always like, you did great. You did amazing. So, and, and I'm really blessed to have great brothers and sisters like them. That's good, man. Yeah. That's good. I'm going to ask you a, a little all topic question, man. Um, you're a handsome young man. Thank you. I mean, here to like camera makes pause. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you're a handsome young man. Our ladies a problem for you because they're going to come. They're going to see, you know, you 11 or no. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot well, of ladies. 12 and no, my bad. Eight knockouts. <laughs> I know a lot of ladies that watch boxing. They know what comes with it. Are you, are you like keeping your head on straight knowing that, okay, they, I'm handsome, but I know why they coming to me. Well, What's that like? Well, not they're not really they're not a problem at all you know I, I I'm married to boxing so I've never really got any problems with females you know I'm disciplined I don't got a girlfriend you know boxing's my girlfriend so you hear that that is a mindset of a champion right there <laughs> that boy said I don't he got a girlfriend he said he's married to the game you hear me <laughs> I got friends <laughs> pretty sure he got friends though <laughs> I got a free ticket for you to the match though. that's what I got for you my homeboy got a roster <laughs> no, I'm just playing I'm just playing <laughs> hey he laughing hard he like yeah, baby you ain't on the roster you uh I know I said I was married to boxing but <laughs> but you number two you right after that <laughs> no, no. no but it's it's normal you know you know, athletes, they're always, you know, going to have girls. They're going to have friends coming in. So, and I just stay disciplined. I stay, you know, noble and stay in my lane and stay focused to the main objective. You know, Is that something that you coach them on? Or is aunties be like, hey, look, man, they're going to come and you you can't be weak because, listen, they're going to come. Nah, he got him, he got that on himself. Like, I uh, look up to him on that because uh, <laughs> I, I had a child at 16, 17. My first born was at 17, wow. 16, something like that. And um, he already surpassed that. He's 20, no kids, not oh, even yeah. married. I married his mom at 20, you know, 21. Yeah. No. So he already surpassed that, and I'm I'm very grateful for that. That's good. But that, that has to have been some type of, you know, with you leading them, you know, it, I know it is him, but from the demonstration that you'd be like, hey, man, look, this is what you want to do. Him being dedicated to what he does has to come from somewhere. So 
I think you got to credit yourself a little bit with that. Appreciate it. Because you can't learn. We, we as as parents, our kids learn from demonstration from us. So you obviously demonstrated something for him to follow. You know what I mean? You might not know it, but I'm pretty sure it was something that you saw and you like, look, I'm married to the game. I'm going to understand what my dad's telling me and I'm going to keep it rocking. So I, I'd say that's cool. So we know he's he's pro, he's successful. We want to know, how did he get on? Who was that first individual that saw it? Because word through the street, from what I know, because I'm from Pensacola, Roy really saw him and saw the potential in him. Can you tell us a little bit about that? That's Roy Jones Jr., everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Captain Hook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Uh, uh, all kind of names. He got a lot of names, man. All great names, oh, you yeah. know. Um, Mr. Roy Jones Jr. Um, was the first person that really gave us a hand um, when we turned pro. He's the one that um, um, see the potential in Gio when he was only 17 years old. Wow. At 17, he, I don't even think he's seen him spar or nothing. He's just seen it and he's like, I see shine. I see, you know, I see star when I, you know, when I, when I see one, like yeah. I recognize. Yeah. And um, he, um, he kind of like opened the doors for, for me and Gio to turn pro, you know? Gotcha. And um, I'm always going to be grateful for that. And gave us some some good advice too on the way. Yeah. So, so you got to experience. You you went over to his place. Did you train over? Yeah, we went. We went to to camp. Um, I went to camp with Roy Jones, and um, <clears throat> he um he greeted us really nice. You know, he showed us all his uh toys and and animals and all of that. He got yeah. a whole bunch of roosters at the house, and I love roosters. So we kind of clicked. You know, really good. Yes. Yeah. And I'm a country guy from from Puerto Rico, so so he was like. In Disney World, basically. Yeah, yeah, basically. And uh, he also had a nice gym. So, you know, we got to know each other, and uh, I spent some time with him, and yeah, it was great. So with that, uh, how did it feel when you first met Roy Jones for the first time? I mean, Roy Jones is a legend in boxing, so it felt amazing to meet him and talk to him and actually, you know, get pointers and advice from him. So it's actually a blessing to meet Roy Jones, and, you know, I— Thankful for what he's done. Have you been in, in? Have you been starstruck by anybody yet, or inspired by anybody that you've encountered? Well, Canelo, he oh, was okay. my favorite fighter, so I, I seen Canelo. Also, first. also, also, um, I think I was the last person that did a fade on Roy Jones because you know I'm a barber. Oh, he let you fade him out. He let oh. me fade him out, <laughs> and crazy. I told him I was like, "Yo, you know what you did?" I told him he he not, and I I, I told Roy Jones, "Yo, you know what you just did." My son, because I used I, I was a barber for many years. Yeah. I own a barber shop for 15 years, and um, I, I have cut Kobe Bryant's hair. I got to wow. cut Kobe really? Bryant's hair. Yes. That's crazy. The White Howard, you name it, all of them. Yeah, like, a lot of Patrick Ewan. You know, I'm so, looking for a barber wait, right wait, now, yeah. man. I'm trying to get. A oh, I'm good at bald <laughs> head. That's all I do right now. That's all I do. So, up, so man. I asked Rogan, and he he let me. You know what I, I told Rogan? You know what you just did, bro? My son promised me he was gonna be the first world champion. That I cut because yeah. I never cut a world champion in boxing. I cut all these superstars in basketball, yeah. but never a boxer like a world champion. And Roy told, "Well, not no more. I'm your first <laughs> world champion." And he let me fade it. And I think I was the last one. Hey, yeah, he because right know. now he gets the ball. Yeah, that's the ball, what I'm saying. He but I did a now. nice fade. Yeah, I did the yeah. fade, the tight fade with the with the zero on top, and you know, ball on the sides. Oh, you got uh, him right then. Got him you, right. Uh, what was inspiring about that trip? Did you see like? I know he, he y'all went into his like home and stuff or his, his yeah, place. Yeah. 
what was inspiring about that trip that you saw that you wanted to aspire to be? Like, did you see anything that was like, yeah? And you looked around, he's like, yeah, I want this. I mean, it got to be just everything. Like, I went to his house and I seen the amount of land he had. I seen 80 acres. 80 acres. I seen he had nice, like, four-wheelers. I seen that he had some really nice animals, two big dogs, and a big old gym. And I think he had a trophy room, like, with his belts and stuff? Well, I don't know if I seen that. I seen, I just seen a lot of his posters and accomplishments mm-hmm. on the gym. So when I looked at everything, man, it, it really inspired me to, you know, keep going. That all his hard work paid off for him. So I know that if I keep working hard, it'll pay off for me. That's well. what's up. So back to this Canelo. How did he, how, why were you starstruck or how did he inspire you? Well, when I first seen Canelo, um, it was just, I couldn't even believe it. Like, it was, he's like a superhero to me. Like, he just, the way he walk, you know, it's just everything about him, it just makes me like, get excited. So when I first seen him, it was, it was really cool. Like, he took a picture of me and, you know, he gave me pointers and advice and tips as well in boxing. And I don't know, man. I, it's like, I sometimes can't even explain sometimes on how I felt at that moment. But it was just starstruck, for real. What's your connection with him now? Are you... No, we're good, yeah. He he seen my last fight. Um, He said I did good. And also, um, his coach as well, Eddie Reynoso, helped me a lot. And I'm always thankful to Eddie okay. for everything he's done in my career. And, um, you know, I got a good, good connection with Canelo. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Build that connection, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah, his coach, his coach, man, changed our life in boxing. Basically, his his Canelo's coach Eddie Eddie Reynoso, he uh, took us as a family, like extended family, Puerto his Puerto Rican family, and uh, he really loved the geo because he went to camp, he got to go to camp, you know, all this happened in camps, you know, yeah. And he go show off his skills there, you know, with somebody else, and they they fell in love with geo, and since then, man, he just he really he's really you know how people said um, don't don't listen to to what people tell you just see what they do, mm-hmm. you know, like, like feel what they do, see it. And that's what he's doing. He, he's, he just doing amazing things for my family. So, that's a blessing, man. Yeah, that's it's a blessing. blessing. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all know what time it is. If you're not watching Ready, Set, Go, then you need to have your eyes on prize picks. It's a daily fantasy sports game. Rod, tell them what it is. Man, let me tell you how easy it is. Use our code Gatlin, head over to prizepicks.com or download the app and let's get it popping. At Prize Picks, you don't play against anybody. You play only against the Prize Picks projections. You pick between two to six players and you select either more or less against the Prize Picks projections. And you know the best part about it? It takes less than 60 seconds to make your entries. Now that's my kind of sport. You guys know I'm always flying with my Eagles, but Prize Picks does way more than just the NFL. They do the NBA, track and field, and a plethora of other sports. Tap into Prize Picks. And with Prize Picks, you can win up to 25 times your money. You can turn 10 into 250, and you can turn 100 into 2,500. You get what I'm saying? Cha-ching! With our code Gatlin, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. That means if you put in $10, they'll put in $10. If you put in $50, they'll put in $50. But we all know you want to put in $100. Go to prizepicks.com slash Gatlin and use the code Gatlin for the first deposit match up to $100. I'm going to take it back a little bit, man. You say you got eight knockouts professionally. I'm going to ask you about two of them. Have you ever had a knockout not professional? What was that like? And then professionally, your first knockout, 
what was that like? You mean like a knock on the amateur? Yeah. Did you have one in amateur? Yeah, I've had like, uh, yeah, I've had them before. Uh, it's different though because in amateur, you got headgear and you got more ounces on the gloves, more padding. So when you hit somebody, it's like, okay, they fell. Like, you kind of like, like, all right. And you got to hit them with multiple punches. It's not really a one punch knockout kind of thing. You hit them with multiple punches. But my first knockout in pro is like, you don't expect this, like, like that, like snap of a finger. Like, you didn't even expect to. Because when you're in, pro, in professional, you can't really throw hard. You can't really put in your mind you're going to knock somebody out because you're not going to knock them out. Kind of like a something that just happens in the moment. And you just see it like, oh, shit. And then you got to like. So it's like, yeah. right, it's about placement, basically. Yeah, placement and Once timing. you place it, it's not all about the strength all the time. Yeah. So your first knockout, you wasn't looking for the knockout. It was just like, oh, you could remember if it was a hook, a line drive, or it was a... Well, in pro, my jack. first knockout was an uppercut. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it was a head snapback. Yeah. <laughs> it was an uppercut, and I didn't even notice. Like, I just hit him, and you just, like, feel like a pop. And then you look at it, and then he falls down. Like, in the least, like, in one second. And then... That, that's what happened. What was your reaction after you saw him fall to the ground? <laughs> I mean, it's just part of the sport. Yeah, you know, yeah. you don't really get excited. I don't get excited. I don't like cheer. I don't like jump. I think it was concerned. Yeah, that's always one thing. I mean, because your was first time knocking no, somebody up, he was concerned. Up. Like he was seventeen yeah. years old. He didn't expect. We went to all the way to to another country, and um, he fought this guy that already had a you know more you know experience than him in, in professional. So he didn't. He hit him, and when he hit him, he walked back, and he's like, wow, did I did that? He didn't believe it at first. And then when he see, and I tell you when he was concerned, because the, the guy didn't want to get up. The guy stood there for a while, you know? Yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's, it was scary. It was really scary. It was so scary. You know, his mom, um, my wife, she's a nurse, and she also works the corner. Wow. She does the cuts. You know? Oh yeah, she, yeah, That's she crazy. is the she's the, whole the family's cut. involved. Yeah, she's the 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 cut um cut lady. woman, <laughs> cut woman, <laughs> cut woman, cut lady, cut, cut, man, woman. cut yeah. woman. So so she have to she have to go in at ten. The opponent because he he didn't got he didn't he didn't get up, and it took him like ten minutes to get up. Say so no no one expected that. No one expected that. So he was a little concerned. I think yeah. I think I don't know. You can ask him, but I think he was concerned. Man, I see you got a, a pretty pretty deadly overhand too, man. That overhand is a killer. Yeah. Is, <laughs> yeah. I watched a few of your fights, man, but your toughest fight, what that was like when you feel like you was about to lose, what mindset or where did you have to go where you feel like, okay, I could possibly lose this one or you haven't been put in that situation yet? Well, I would say my last fight would be my toughest fight. and Where was it? It was in Cali. Oh, okay. In Cali. And I wouldn't, I really say that I put in my head that I feel like I'm going to lose because you can't really go in that mindset, can't go into the ring with that mindset. So me knowing my skills, me knowing the work I put in with a great corner I got with my father, um, I know that, you know, my skills will prevail. So it would be my toughest, my toughest fight would be my last fight. That's what I would say with my toughest fight. You know, the dude was coming, he was a tough guy. And that's the fight that actually ranked me up to the 20s, 23, 22. Did you knock him out or, or was it a fight? Well, I dropped him in the ninth and it went to the last round and it went unanimous. I won all rounds. Oh, all judges see me win. So um, that would be the my toughest fight, I think. It was tougher for me as a father. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine watching. People don't understand. <laughs> like, people think it's, it's easier to be, you know, father and a coach. And I, and I disagree with that. It's, 
I think is one of the harder, at least for, for boxing. For me, I give it up to all the fathers that train their son because there's things people don't see and, and people don't understand that we go through as a father and a coach. See, you could coach another man, and that's another man you're coaching, and then you both go home, you know, home, or you go into the ring to war. But when you send your son inside the ring to war, that's when it, that's when you really know you want this, and 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 that's what I understand. In the last fight, I, I learned that, you know, before, but the last fight too. Like before, um, I remember one time I had to sign a paper, you know, when he went for a belt, yeah. mm -hmm. and it's kind of crazy because you sign in those clauses that are in there. Yeah, you sign yeah. in the paper that says, you know, some crazy stuff in there about, you know, if if. If something, if this, something this happened, happened. now nah, well, it's specific if, if basically if he die, you know, you got to sign it as a father because he was 17, I think, or 18. 18. 18, but I had to sign it because I was the co-signer. I'm the coach. Yeah. So I was like, whoa. And that's when I paused. And, and, and you know, I actually told his mom, you're going to sign it, you know? And his mom was like, oh, I signed it. You know, she, 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 meant, uh, she meant I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> she signed up. So it, that was kind of hard, to tell you the truth. That was like, a lot of people don't understand that. I don't know. But I'm saying it like it was hard. But And then in the last fight, um, I'm watching. And then, you know, because I'm usually seeing him knocking people out. You know, when everything is, is Gucci, you know, when everything's good, like you, you like good. Like, okay, he whoops everybody. But when you see somebody else trying to win, you know, and doing their job, and then he have to come and 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 oppose his will against the other man. And you seeing that, and you see it's a fight, you're like, do I really want this? You know? And um, I made the decision, that fight, and I said, yes, I do want this. So I got in the ring, and, and I asked him, you know, when you go to the corner, and I was like, hey, son, this is where you're going to find out if you really want this. And around the f seven, sixth round, I told him, and he's like, yeah, what are you talking about? I do want this. Don't you see me? <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's when I really understood. I was like, all right, we in peace. You know, we both together want this. And he went ahead and dominated that dude. He did, you know, um, unanimous decision. And he got to, like, drop him, too. On the, on the nine round, I think it was, he dropped him with a, with a mean over. I think it was over left or something man, like that. Oh man, I, I see. Yeah. I watched he dropped him with that. He dropped him from one side to the other. I never seen that. <laughs> yeah. I know the from one corner that to the other corner. He dropped him. So I found out that fight that we both want this, and I accepted it. Mm. You remember that? You remember him coming to the corner and, and oh, of course it? he came to the corner and asked me like, "Do you want this? This is when you know you want this." And I told him like, "Yeah, I'm good. Like I'm chilling. You know, I'm good because like, it's two different point of views, you know." As a father, you know, he sees it as, you know, a son going in. But, you know, me, I like, I totally focus on the goal. And then I, the only voice I hear is him. So it's kind of like two different point of views when I'm in there. Because he got a different view looking at the corner. And then I got a different view looking in front of the dude. So. Yeah. But I understood totally what he meant. And I was chilling. I was good. Is your, is your, is your objective to dominate every fight that you go in and try to win? To dominate the fighter? Do you study that fighter? Do y'all do the studies on the fighter? to see like what you would have to do or you guys just kind of feel it out round through round and then, okay, I'm a counter. This is how I'm going to counter. I'm going through round two, through, through whatever because round one kind of told you how he's going to fight. Well, um, I believe that, that we are the problem. I believe that they need to study us, you know, because when you go in the ring, um, 
you don't want to think. You don't want to go in there and try to figure things out. You want to really be the problem. And that's what we are. Like, we are the problem in boxing. So the studying, all that is is it's already past that. Mm. You understand? We already graduated that school. They yeah. need to, they need to, they need to, whoever getting the room with my son, they need to do their study. And they know they're going to have a big mathematical, whatever you call it, problem in the ring. They're going to have algebra, all of those together. <laughs> they're going to have to figure it out. They got to do the thinking. That's what I, that's what I know. So. So we spoke a little earlier off camera and it was a couple of guys that he's fought already. He's very been very modest about like, oh, yeah, they're good. They're good fighters. Yeah. But do you feel like you're the one who has to like make sure the world knows how great he is? Well, because he's 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 uh he's a gentleman, you know? He's the uh silent assassin. You know, he is that noble knight. I got you. You ever heard of yeah. the noble knight? Yeah. That's who he is. He's a noble knight. So I pretty much try to do the talking because it's, he don't, he do all his talking with the hands. Yeah. He makes music with the hands, you know, so he don't really supposed to be doing the yapping or nothing now. So I, I kind of help him with that a little bit. Yeah. I got you. I try my best. So you, so you the shooter basically. Yeah. <laughs> the sniper. You the muscle. The sniper. <laughs> all the way in the mountain watching. I know you said Canelo is your favorite fighter. As a professional fighter right now, if you could have your dream matchup with any one of the big fighters that's in the Raptors right now, who would you say in your weight class that you would want to fight? Well, boxing, boxing is not how everyone looks at it. You know, you can't just call a fighter out and you get that fight next fight, you know. Of course, I would like to fight the world champions right now at my weight class, any of them. You know, any title would be a great title right now. But, you know, I just stay in my lane and I, I focus on who's in front of me. So... You know, I'm not really calling nobody out. I'm just staying in my lane, staying noble, and you know, taking it step by step. So, do you do you feel like you have a certain style of boxing that's similar to other great great boxers from the past, or do you kind of take bits and pieces from each great boxer and you build your own? I think you got a mixture. Yeah. Who, who we have a mixture of? Well, people say a lot of people say different things. They say some people say Mayweather, some people say Shakur. Most of the people say Shakur. That's what they say. Cause yeah. I guess I kind of like look like him a little, I guess. Some say, you know, different yeah. tank. Some say, because I feel like I don't really try to mimic nobody because once you try to mimic somebody, it's not going to really work. You got to have your own kind of, yeah, you got to have yeah. your own kind of flow in there. So, you know, that's what the fans and people say. But I don't really compare myself to. You make your own path. Yeah, just, you know. You know it's always going to happen. Of course, I take a couple things yeah. from good fighters, great fighters I see, and I try to use them on my own kind of style. But, a lot of people say Mayweather, say Shakur, say different fighters. Yeah. Crawford. All, all the greats, basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically, yeah. All the right. greats. Man, yeah. that's great being that that you were 11 or low. If you mimicking. Well, 12 and over. I keep saying <laughs> Well, you about to be 13. You better chill out, man. Listen, I will press charges. I will press charges. Nah, I just laugh. But, uh, I know you said that, and like your dad said, man, you're the noble knight. I, I, I get that. You are a noble knight, but when I see you in that ring, there's nothing noble about you. There's nothing noble. Yeah, like yeah, everything yeah. is very aggressive, very assertive, and, and I definitely like that part. Um, as you climb the ranks, man, you have another fight coming up. Like, How do you mentally prepare for your next fight? I know you say you don't really study pro fighters because you're the problem, or you guys coach them to be the problem, but... How do you mentally prepare knowing that, okay, I have another fight on the docket? What, 
what are we going to do? Is that fighter a power puncher? What, how am I going to dominate this fighter? What is that mindset like? Well, trying to be, try, trying to do better on the next fight, each and every fight, I think the main thing is breaking the plateau, breaking, you know, your personal best on either it's running, if it's hitting the bag, if it's doing as many rounds you can in sparring. I think that's what kind of prepares you for the next fight. To be even sharper, to be even more better than the last fight. I think because you could study a guy, but remember, that's a human being. They they change. It's not the same fighter. Like last fight, we studied a different dude. And then when we got in there, we we just confronted a whole different man. Like it wasn't the guy who you studied. The guy that we thought we were gonna fight. Because everything changed. You don't know what they went through in, in camp. You don't know if if they have lost, a, you know, one, or they're sad, or they're happy, if they got more motivation. So basically, you don't know. So what you do, like he said, you got to work on yourself. You have to work on your uh, personal best every mm-hmm. each time, and you got to beat that. Like if you did ten rounds the 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 camp before, try to do twenty or fifteen. Try to do eighteen. You know, do you do more? You know, like like you run faster. Let's say if you do your mile in six minutes, try to do it in five minutes. That's that's how you do it, mm-hmm. and 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 sharp yourself with all the boxers that are better than you or the same level as you. I think that's the best. That's the best um, advice I can I can say. So, what is there a certain style of training that you that you do like, or is it like um, in the boxing world? Is there like a certain training that everyone does, and you just stick to that kind of training aspect? Everybody trains different. My my style is we from Florida. Man, we got that that rowdy, you know that yeah. that style that <laughs> you know that that we bring that heat. We bring the heat, <laughs> like he said. Yeah, we bring the heat style. That's what I can tell yeah. you. Okay, all right. So you say you you're you're a hold of a belt. Yeah. When did you get that belt? What at what rank? Like uh, like how are you twelve and zero? Which who did you take that belt from? And and where were you ranked at that time? You got the belt at. Well, at the time I was five and zero, and I started my career in Mexico, so I was fighting. Every time in Mexico, and um, I I wanted to be the youngest youth world champion at the time. So um, he got the belt at the highest level he could have got it at his time. Mm. He got the the WBC youth world title. That belt is it ranged from I think it's seventeen, seventeen all the way to twenty one. No, twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah. 24. So basically, a lot of a lot yeah. of guys get it at twenty four. The guy that we fought, he was twenty four. Wow. And you know there's a big difference yeah, when you fight against a man. It's a huge difference. It's a man strength and kick. And then, and, <laughs> exactly. and then that belt, you can only go get it in Mexico. That belt is really hard to to get in the state because it's it's actually a, yeah. it's a Mexican pride belt. And like, I fought the dude in his hometown for the belt. And then we went to Mexico Mexico City and that's elevation over there was like, what, 8,000? 8,000 feet, 9,000 feet. I ran, at night, I ran at elevation in Mexico, Mexico yeah. City too. How was it? <laughs> I thought something was wrong with me. You know what I, mean? I was like, I must be sick or something. Like, nah, that's the altitude. Yeah, man. The altitude was, is way different. People were coming across the finish line. They were passing out. They had to give them oxygen. So, Lips turning purple. Yeah, so. exactly. So yeah. I can imagine sprinting in, in altitude and then you doing rounds in altitude. Yeah. Like that's... That's a different level. Yeah. And you had to fight for it for for the belt. Right. You know what I mean? Man, but we took it. We 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 man, we brought the whole Florida for that fight. Like he he came out with future, like you know the song. Not yeah. not the not the actual guy, but oh but that's he, coming, he was, man. That's you gotta coming, speak though. it. That's coming. Oh, yeah. He was, he was you, you know, balling. Enough, he was like, Yeah, I got this. It was raining. It was in a soccer stadium, raining, kinda cold. Oh, you bought the storm. 
Y'all bought the storm. How, how many people? Because yeah. in my head, I can't imagine. I always tell them, like, my homeboys or even even Justin, like, we go somewhere, like, like a problem pop up. I always be like, hey, man, remember where we at? We ain't home. Like, that's my, that, that's, that's always my thing. Like, if you ain't home, don't always say I can imagine. We're like, babe, hey, remember where we at, where we can. <laughs> if they get active here, we got to get goals. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was thinking, as soon as he went, I was like, I was thinking in my mind, they were probably like, pack the car up. We got to go. We got to go. <laughs> How was that like? You know, you went into, some, that's basically like going into somebody's house and whooping their ass and then saying, I, I, I'll be back to sleep in the master bedroom. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? That, that's just crazy. Like, how many people was in your camp when you guys went down to Mexico? Just what me was and my like son. Walking in like, just, hold up, just you and him? Yeah, just me and him. That's the main camp. It's always been me. So nobody else. Earlier when we said like, normally where we would go somewhere, we'd be like, nah, I'm gonna chill outside. Yeah, you know, I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> but between both of you, y'all train killers. Like, yo, I'm gonna walk up in here. I'm cool. Yeah, I yeah. know how to be able to assess the you situation. Learn how to navigate. <laughs> yeah, and and, and, yeah. and also we're not we're not there for that. You know, like it's a sport. No, we, we know that, but they might not be there well, for something else. <laughs> yeah, but we we just, you know, we he actually gained some fans over there because of that, you know? That's they crazy. respect boxing. Like, they don't really, if you beat the guy, you beat him. You know, you're better than him. So they respect him and he gained some fans out of there. So I he actually imagine. came out with pictures and stuff. And, and you know, with, with everybody wanted to take a picture. And remember, he's a champ. Ain't nobody want problem with the champ. No, you you're right. You know you know what? I guess I'm going into one of my favorite movies is Rocky. So especially Rocky Four. Yeah, so in he, my he, head, he, I'm he, thinking he going yeah. into these dudes camp like how Rocky went into. Yeah. But remember, remember the whole arena yeah, yeah. was against him. Drago. So I was like, yeah, but remember when he beat Drago? Everybody applauds him. Everybody gets him. This is true. Him. This is yeah, true. Very true. This is very true. true. You like the movie Rocky? I, I meet uh, a lot of boxers and I ask them what they think about Rocky. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask you too. Do you do you like Rocky? I love Rocky. Rocky Four is my favorite out of all of them. That's Rocky my Ford. favorite too, though. Yeah. What about Creed? Creed, I like Creed. I like the first one though. The first one was the best one. I like the one with Mr. T, man. I think Ooh. was that that's, that's Rocky that's three. three. Yeah, that's three. Yeah, he can't. Pity the fool. <laughs> 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 Gonna get you, boy, sucker. Boy, he, yeah, he beat the hell out of Rocky though. That's uh, why I like, I like that, it. Man. Hey, Mickey he, he told him, real. "Hey, man, you don't want that smoke. I protected you from all this smoke. <laughs> you don't want that one. Trust me. Don't give him a shot. Yeah, don't give him. A, he gave him a shot. I think that last smoke. Creed kind of paralleled that Rocky three. You know I think saying? so. Yeah. I think so too. I think so too with uh with, with John Mayer. Um, That's on Hulk Hogan too, right? Threw him out the ring. Or something. Yeah, that was in the beginning. That was for exhibition. Yeah, yeah. That, that was supposed to be an exhibition fight, and then Rocky ended up. They put it on a good show for the fans. So. Yeah, man. What do you think about all these eight exhibition fights happening now, man? Do you think that's ruining boxing? Um, you could look at it as ruining, but it's it's also helping too because it gains more fans, you know, outside of boxing. You know, like these YouTubers, YouTuber boxing. You know, it kind of like can't really compare it to a you know professional professional boxer, but it does gain fans for boxing itself. So you can't really be mad at it all the way. So it's cool. Jake, Jake wants to be a real boxer though. Like he really is training to be a boxer. That's, that's his goals. You know, can't nobody argue <laughs> yeah. with him for that. You I know? see you if I see you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you, he have to gain a lot of weight. Let's see, Jake Paul got to be what? 180, like 185. Yeah, so he heavy. That's heavyweight, correct? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's like cruiserweight. cruiserweight. Yeah. Heavyweight is what? 200 plus. Like two, no, actually two, 205 plus. 205 is, is heavy. And, and, and Mike Tyson was a heavyweight. I see he got the Mike Tyson shirt on. Yeah. He was the heavyweight champion of the world. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Mike was the heavyweight at 19, right? He yeah. was a champ at 20. Uh, 20. He was 20 years old. He was 20 youngest, years old. Yeah. And he was 200. <laughs> <laughs> he became a champion. <laughs> yeah, he was built for that. 
<laughs> literally. <laughs> he looked like a man child. They showed they showed a picture of him at 15 and 20. I said, days and days to see people. That boy on a mutation. <laughs> <laughs> so where you, just where you, where you keep you. the belt at, man? Like, you should have had it right. This is the belt right here for you right here. You should have brought the belt. Yeah. I wanted to see the belt. If I, I should have told you bring the belt. I would wear that belt everywhere I go, man. But you got medals. You ain't brought your medals. But they hurt my neck, though. The bells are heavy, yeah, too. The bells are heavy? Yeah, they're pretty heavy. Yeah, they're heavy. How they, do they, they have, on a, like, They're on a, on a safe spot. Yeah. On a, on a nice safe spot. Do they have, like, a company that make them? Like, is there a certain level of, like, jeweling that they put in them, like, for real? Well, or? the WBC makes them. You know, the sanction. You got different like, kind of sanctions for every belt. You got the WBC, the WBO, IBF, and so on. So Okay. They make them. I, 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 I had no idea. Yeah. But I just thought, like, you know, everybody make, like, the, different, belt. the different belts. No, yeah. no, no. It's different kind of sanctions. Okay. Do you go sometimes wherever your belt is at some remote location? Do you go sometimes and be like, let me just look at it real quick. Yeah, Every it. time. It's, it's, on a, it's on a nice little, like, like, hold it, like a nice little, like, shelf. Uh-huh. I got it right there. And I look at it. Every time I walk through the door, exit inside my house, right there. First of many. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, of course. First of many. Course. He got that belt when he was young, so he have all their all the all their ambitions, you know, for a different belt. You know, yeah, he had the belt like at the highest level he could have got when he was younger, and that and that stage already, you know, is behind. Like now we got greater things coming up, so that's why we we don't we don't try to carry the old belt. You, you, I don't know if you understand. Thankful but never satisfied. You want you want more. You want to keep going. Want, but yeah. I promise you, the next the next the next time we meet is gonna be he's gonna have a. a Another belt. Yeah. The, the, you know, the rank, the number one, you know? Okay. Well, that's what I'm talking about. The top okay. of the line. Yeah. Speaking of that, since we're going to talk about that, man, um, I mean, my man got a shirt. Oh, he got yeah. the shirt on. I got you. I got, you know, you I got know what you saying? too. I'm trying to, I'm hey, trying to You told me you wanted, you wanted a, a, a extra large or? <laughs> no, man, I like them to fit. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He like the speedium. I got to show him no, oh, there we go. He okay. Got, he like, he like, he like the speedium. I appreciate it. You see, can you get this anywhere? Um, actually, right now it's just for exclusive, you know. Okay, okay, exclusive so you, people. You got the exclusive. I want you to explain to me, right? This La Roca. That's that's the rock in Spanish. Yeah, man. Like, um, how do you get that name? Well, that name was um baptized by Canelo and his team. Actually, uh, we were at camp, and he kept posting pictures that we in camp with Canelo. Right? Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but he got a tremendous, um. You know, abs. You know, he got like an eight pack. <laughs> yeah. So, so they kept typing on the on the on the comments. Yo, what you feed him? Rocks? What do you feed him? What do you feed him? Rocks? Rocks for breakfast. So I was like, man, this is we we here. How about La Roca? You know? Yeah. That he eats rocks. Yeah. Okay. So he looked like a rocks, and and he kept going, and then I presented to the team, and actually the team say, yeah, that sounds good. That's it right there. That's Gio it. La Roca. Yeah. La Roca. <laughs> <laughs> now I think the, the big he get, you know what I mean? Y'all might have some like copyright infringement from the rock. You know what I mean? Cause that's the rock and the rock and La Roca is way different. It's two different. The rock gonna be like La Roca. Yeah. Man, that's the same thing as the rock. Man, call him up, man. We gotta cancel these boys out, man. It would be nice if he acknowledged that, right? That would be nice. Yeah, you, you know what? Any publicity is gonna be so if he if he was to be like La Roca, who's this La Roca? That's me. We, we got to set a cease and desist out. You be like, hey, man, nah, Rock, man, appreciate just it. invite him to one of the matches, man. The Rock. That's what he's doing, yeah. He said, hey, yeah, man, we got you a shirt that say La Roca and The Rock, <laughs> uh, both. You know what I mean? That sounds <laughs> good. <laughs> That's good, man. But, uh, so what, what fights we have coming up next? 
Um, hopefully in in October. October. Yep. Okay. Where, October. Where's the fight at? Uh, in Mexico, and um, next one in the U.S. will hopefully be in November. We have some dates so people can uh, see if they can follow along. Um, hopefully October around 15, 14. Okay. We'll see around there. And the next one. Uh, to be. Determined. To be announced. To be announced. To be announced. Hey, well, well, at least shout out your um, your Instagram page. That way, people can follow and and when you have fights coming up, you know, we can try to pay support and you know anyway like that fighting that camera. Yeah, people like can that. follow me on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter, Gio La Roca, and um, keep up with my social, keep up with um, you know, my fights and news that I have for you guys. So definitely, there it is, everybody. Y'all want to know who's gonna be the next champion? So y'all can get on the bandwagon early. <laughs> yeah, How about I'm some shoe shine, Jill? Some shoe shine. Y'all want to see some shoe shine? <laughs> I don't even know what shoe shine is. <laughs> Go ahead, let's go. Oh, okay, <laughs> La Roca. My chin would have been gone, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My chin would have been gone. We appreciate everybody for watching, man. Thank Stay you, tuned yes, for sir. the next episode yes, of Ready, Set, Go. go. Let's go.